Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good night, depending whenever you listen to this. This is the Bare Minimum Podcast. My name is Steven Zokel. Here we are again. After another really, really bad Bears game. Uh, it wasn't ideal. That's what I'm going to say. Not ideal. Uh, it's just overall, I mean, I don't know. It's <laughs> I'm not even mad anymore. I'm not sad. I'm like apathetic to it, you know. I'm just kind of I'm kind of done. Unfortunately, I still have to watch every game you know to make this podcast, but you know, it's like a that's a sacrifice, I suppose, you know. But yeah, it's um it's just kind of pathetic, isn't it? So yeah, Bears face the Vikings Monday night football. Kirk Cousins, let the world know. Let the world know. Nobody beats Kirk Cousins ten straight times in a row on Monday Night Football. Nobody. Alright? Kirk Cousins got his first Monday Night win against us, and to his credit, he did played a pretty good game. He, uh, threw, he was throwing really well. He was converting third downs a whole ton throughout the night. It seemed like the Bears' whole entire game plan was to force Cousins to beat the defense rather than having Dalvin Cook beat the defense, which uh, they essentially did. They kind of made Dalvin Cook's whole entire night very difficult, except when Akeem Hicks unfortunately got injured with his uh, hurt hamstring. Because I think as soon as he, I think all night when Hicks was in the game, Cook had like 39 yards rushing, then as soon as he left the game, Cook had like over 50-some yards rushing. So that Hicks loss is pretty huge, and if he's gone for a significant time, luckily the Bears have a bye week, but if he's gone for a significant time, expect this whole entire experience to get much, much worse. Because not only will we be not able to stop the run, we're not going to be able to really stop passing either because we can't get any pressure. And the run game would be able to go, so it would be even better for the opposing team's offense to, you know, do play actions and do more misdirection and stuff like that. Overall, the game, it was just sad to watch. It felt like like wisps of memories from 2006 of just the Bears defense and the special teams doing everything to drag the offense kicking and screaming to the finish line but the offense couldn't even uh couldn't even help in any way so all right I'm going to get into the typical segments uh First one, we're going to start off negative. Typically, I go positive, but, you know, I figure it's like the whole entire, you know, you want good news, bad news first, and everybody always picks bad news, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to start with the negative. So, negative. I mean, it's the offense, right? I mean, is there anything else? I mean, everybody knows it's the offense. That's the negative. And at this point of the podcast, it's really the negative section is just really renamed to the offense section of the podcast because that's that's what it is you know i i, I just thought you know maybe I'll, I'll add a sound or something to to demonstrate 
the negative of the offense, but I don't even know what that sound would be. It would just be like a just like a fart, like a wet fart, just a one of those, you know. Yeah, the offense had 165 total yards of offense. Majority of those coming from the pass game, obviously, which is just so pathetic. I mean, 165 yards total offense in today's NFL. That's that's like a cardinal sin. That's a moral sin. How like I don't understand how this whole entire team organization, I should say, just stays their identity since 1985. It's stems from I mean I guess maybe the owners and I mean I love a good Bears defense, but it's it's 2020. You know guys, it's 2020. Enough is enough. You know you you need defense, and as things are going, it seems like the NFL just in general wants to limit the power of the defense because they know that higher scoring games is better revenue right hence why holding calls are way down this year across the whole entire nfl i mean you'll see mac or hicks getting held almost every other play and they'll just won't call it the refs won't call it because they're just that's what they've been told to do pretty much so yeah 165 yards total offense that sounds significantly low because our special team unit was able to gain more yardage throughout the whole entire night. I'll get, you know, to the in the positive section, I'll get to uh, special teams there. But, yeah, the offense gained less yardage than the special teams unit. That's a special kind of suck, you know. That's like a, I don't even know what kind of suck, that's like a vacuum suck, you know. Just a raging just like a big like suck you know that's that was supposed to be a vacuum cleaner sucking up dust because that's the only thing that the bears are doing they're just sucking up dust they, they just suck up all the crap and they just they hold it in themselves you know and right now the bears, i don't know where i'm going with this the bears offense they've just been a big overfilled vacuum bag full of dust and dirt and dead skin cells and food crap and shit for like 40 years or so and no one has emptied it no one's figured it to empty out that bag and to be like you know what maybe we should fix this maybe we should do something about it no one has done that empty the vacuum bag empty it out <laughs> that's okay that's that's all i gotta say about that um, well, the first few offensive drives, like, looked okay. It was clear those were just kind of scripted. Um, falls with a nasty overthrow, uh, to Miller that resulted in a interception. You could say that Miller should have caught that, but it was really mainly on Falls. It was, it was like a rocket ship to, like, three feet above Miller and it wasn't good surprisingly yeah right and also the offensive line at that time were able to hold up and gave Foles a clean pocket so he was able to step up and he, he stepped into that throw which is even worse but uh the real negative of this game is the second half play calling really really bad Two first downs and 32 yards. 
That was the second half offense. Two first downs and 32 yards. There was a, there was a, a you know stat that popped up. Bears offense went just three and out four times in a row. Just punt, 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 punt. And also, this is this is what, what I just figured out. Whenever you see the wildcat formation in an offense, you know that there is bigger issues. I can't recall whenever the wildcat formation is brought in that is like, oh, that's unique, you know? Yeah, this team's got it going on. They know what they're doing. You don't see the Chiefs doing the wildcat formation. You don't really see any other offense with the wildcat formation because it's just a run play. Everybody knows it's just a run play now. And it's supposed to be like, oh, you get the ball directly to the you know, play maker's hands, and maybe the, maybe they'll throw, or maybe they'll run. It's just a run every time. That's all. It is. It's just a run every time. No one, and you're essentially just limiting your whole entire offense to just 10, 10 players because you make your quarterback just line up in the wide receiver position. So, yeah, when I saw the Wildcat, I knew things were going downhill pretty fast. But okay, positives of the game. All right, we got positives. Special teams. Like I mentioned earlier before, they made most of the yards in this game. They had 186 returning yards compared to the offense's 165 total yards. Pretty impressive. Majority of that came on Patterson's uh, kick return for 104 yards which also ties the NFL record with eight career returns. And he now holds the Bears franchise record with a 104-yard kick return, beating out Gale Sayers with 103. So good for Cordell Patterson. I know I've been uh, not really criticizing him, more Nagy and Bill Lazor with trying to utilize him so much, thinking that he's like some big seeker weapon. But, you know, good for him. He's, he's a really good kick returner and you know, happy to see one good thing happen out of this night. I mean, another great thing is that every time that they do that, like, spider cam over the top, it just looks way too cinematic. So it's like, you know that something big's about to happen. You know? It's great. That's what happened last year with his uh, kick return. We uh, had spider cam vision, and it looked glorious. It was great. Moving on, we have uh, Cairo Santos. He was two for two for the night. Uh, did is continuing his uh his good kicking. I think he's now made sixteen consecutive kicks in a row. So and literally all of our points scored was from special teams. That night, none of it was even remotely close to the offense. I mean, none of that, none of it was from the offense. But uh. It's also very fitting that for the Bears to find their kicker, they must sacrifice the offense because that's how to be a true Bears team. You can only win with defense and special teams, and the offense comes on, and they just, they're really only there to give the defense a couple-minute break. So defense, we got a... Smith, Roquan Smith with another good game. He had 14 total tackles, 8 solo tackles, 1 sack, and 3 tackles for loss. That's pretty impressive. He's been on the up and up for the past few weeks now, and he's like the one shining, 
you know, a, a very shining star on a on a loaded defense. Um, Khalil Mack had his first interception of the year, which is good to see. Um, hasn't been able to get to the backfield a whole lot, but you know he makes more of an impact on on other players than you know most, obviously. And I put Cole Komet because he had more tackles than Robert Quinn, who had zero. Cole Komet had one tackle. So, was that on the interception? Yeah, but, I mean, you know, as soon as that happens, you know, the offense-defense gets split. Cole Komet, all of a sudden, he becomes a linebacker, you know, making a big tackle. It's good. Um, and like I did in the beginning of the show, offense is just a big... Just, that's it. That's all. So, uh, okay. Next segment. Who to get mad at? And I don't know. It's it's just I'm too sad to be mad, you know? I mean, I guess you could get mad at Bill Lazor, but it's like I or was anyone really expecting his play calling to be anything better than Matt Nagy? If anything, Bill Lazor's play calling was even worse. I think this is like the lowest amount of yards that we've had on offense all all season. It's just bad. I mean, I could try and get into the whole entire Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy argument, but I kind of went over that last week. I mean, it's just, it stems from the top down, really. It's that we have, our offensive line is destroyed. And we tried to, Matt Nagy tried to kind of make it seem like the O-line coach was the problem last year by getting rid of Harry Highstand and hiring Juan Castillo, and that doesn't seem to be doing anything different. Seems to be the exact same offensive line. Ryan Pace hasn't really drafted any better replacements for our starters. I mean, ever since Kyle Long is gone, it's just been a steady decline. So, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, I mean, now we can move on to Bears of the game, which is just Cordero Patterson and Roquan Smith. Like I said, they had they were the two that had really really good games. Um, Cordero with his superb special team skills, and Raquan Smith he's just flying all over the place on on defense, which is great to see. But yeah, this is a bit of a short one because it's just without anything to really talk about on offense. This is becoming it's just kind of becoming the same thing over and over again, right? It's just every weekend, week out. I don't even. I don't think this team can even. I don't know if we can even win another game this year. There's only three other games that we might be able to win, and that's a hard might. Right? We have. We could possibly beat the Lions again. We could possibly be beat the Jaguars, and possibly beat the Texans. But other than that, we have to face the Packers again. We have to face the Vikings again. And who else do we have to face? I'm going to look it up right now. This is really good, you know, radio. Really good podcasting right now. So I'm looking up something. And you guys might even already know this. You might be yelling at me like, Steven, this is who you, the Bears are supposed to be playing. And I don't even know that, right? So let's see. Bears play schedule, 2020.
Yeah, it's just we have two we have two more games against the Packers. Jaguars, Vikings, Lions and and the Texans. So really we could beat the Texans, Lions and Jaguars maybe. I mean, the Jaguars they you know they were feisty against against the you know the Packers last, you know, this week. Texans they got Deshaun Watson. So that's always a you know big possibility of the QB just going off against especially if Hicks is out for a significant amount of time you got the Packers who I just think are just gonna absolutely decimate our team I mean it is what it is I mean I wish I could say that the Bears could beat one against the Packers at least but they're not going to be I don't think they're going to be able to I mean does anyone really see us winning like a game or two more even the Lions have been starting to perform better, and their offense with Matt Stafford is pretty damn good if it gets rolling. And I think as the year goes on, I don't think the Bears' defense is going to sustain this level of being, you know, good. I think it's it's I think it's just kind of natural that eventually they'll want to either just not give as as much effort because they know the offense can't you know, do anything, so it's kind of a lost cause, and it's just depressing to see, because we're officially, we have 10 games in, we got six more to go, six long, grueling weeks, we luckily have a bye week, because I think we all need it, I think the fans need it, the team needs it, I mean, we really just gotta look at everything, right? And it's just not good. Nothing's good about this team, except the defense and the special teams. So I guess I should just say the offense isn't good. That's really all I'm saying. And now I'm just kind of rambling because it's pretty much all I, all I have to say for this week. Just offensive bad, special teams, defense good. That's pretty much it. So yeah, so thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at BearZokal. That's B-E-A-R-Z as in zebra, O-K-A-L, BearZokal. You can interact with me. I always do live tweeting during the games. You can uh, talk with me on there. Uh, outro songs by 8-Bit Jazz that you can find on YouTube. And yeah, hope you guys have a good rest of your week, or at least try to have a good re rest of your week. So yeah. Have a good one.